Hey there, adventurer. I appreciate you taking the time to do an investigation check and dig into the archives of the show. I wanted to let you know that this is an old episode back when the show was called The Hard Thing Podcast. The topics are still the same, though the format and some of the names are different. If instead you are coming back to The Hard Thing Podcast, well, surprise, we changed our name and some of our branding. Feel free to hang out in the archives and listen to all the wonderful old episodes of The Hard Thing Podcast or take on a new adventure by listening to some of our current episodes. Either way, happy adventuring. Today, we're going to talk about America. This is the Hard Thing Podcast. Today, we are overcoming average. Welcome back to another episode of the Hard Thing Podcast. This is the podcast that helps you overcome average, step up above mediocrity, all by doing hard things. The goal of this podcast is to help you move your life forward in measurable ways by doing hard things that are standing in between you and a better life. Uh, really, we're trying to help you challenge yourself, take on more than you can think, uh, more than you think you can, as well as help you grow and become the person that you know you can become. Uh, and all of that might sound a little woo-woo-y, but here we're trying to get our feet on the ground, you know, hands in the dirt, and uh, get muddy with the actual practical methods for personal change and improvement. And today is our Thursday meditation show. Uh, so you're going to be hearing from me, the host, Justin Lewis, some observations, some things that I've been thinking of. A lot of this comes from my own personal experience, and uh, I would love to hear your take on what I say. So reach out to me on Facebook and Instagram. Before we get to the show, though, I, I want to make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you never miss an episode. We have episodes coming out Mondays and Thursdays. Actually, this Monday we have an episode with Mark Willis. He is a financial advisor of sorts, and uh, he has an interesting story of how he crawled out from under the weight of $200,000 of student debt. Very fun story, very interesting. And in the conversation, we even touch on Mount Fuji and climbing Mount Fuji. So uh, stay tuned for our Monday show. Make sure you subscribe. Never miss an episode. <clears throat> A couple other announcements. Make sure you join the Facebook group. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash the hard thing podcast. Join with other like-minded people like you who are trying to overcome average and be better in their lives. You can share your goals, share your weaknesses, and, and find other people who want you to succeed because they are just like you. And last but not least, help us raise $1,000 for Operation Underground Railroad. Even just a dollar goes so far in helping them rescue more kids. So what Operation Underground Railroad is, is they're a nonprofit organization. They go undercover to combat slavery. Uh, and, and we hear a lot of talk about slavery in, in today's society. And, and slavery is alive and well, unfortunately. And OUR, as they're called, <clears throat> they go undercover, find the slavers, put them behind bars, and rescue slaves, uh, most most often children. These these children have been stolen and forced into sexual slavery, and OUR rescues them and takes them to a better life. So if you want to help us raise some money for them, go to o, go to GoFundMe.com/slash Overcoming Average. Excuse me. Now let's get to today's show. Today is going to be a quick show, hopefully. I'm trying to get more concise and more powerful with how I say things. So I'm going to talk, this whole month we've been talking about insecurities. And we started off, actually, we started off with a 4th of July episode. And then we moved on. That didn't have anything to do with insecurities, by the way. But then we started off our talk about insecurities with how to identify securities. How do they manifest? Like, how do they show up in your life? 
And then we talked about following the breadcrumbs left by those behaviors back to the source. What is causing those insecurities? And then finally, we talked about some methods for managing your insecurity. We went to Insecurity Subway. Today, we're going to round out this discussion by, by talking about some of the societal insecurities, because I, I believe that personally, insecurities can derail any productive lifestyle. But at large in society, I believe that these insecurities in particular, and many more, can subtly destroy society. Uh, they, they can destroy our capability to live civilly with one another. And that in turn destroys civilization. And I think... America itself was founded on the opposite of these uh, these insecurities I'm going to mention. And so I want to mention these insecurities, and obviously there are way more, but these are there are four that I see a lot in today's society that I think are leading to our national demise. So number one, taking offense. And I think it's important to realize that all of these are so subtle that they can show up in any of our lives at a moment's notice. So number one, taking offense. So often in today's society, are we... So often in today's society, do we notice people who just can't brush things off? Even myself. Uh, I, I notice that one of my personal insecurities is that you know, I can take offense fairly easily, which is a, a very negative thing, especially when people don't mean it. Or what people say has no bearing on who I am as an individual. When people say things, that's what, just what they are. It's just words. You know the old saying, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me? That's true. Uh, I, I do believe that ideas can certainly have an, an effect on an individual. However, if you are the kind of person that can reason with ideas and deal with them, then you don't need to worry about that. So that's something we should all look forward to becoming someone who can deal with ideas that don't mesh with our own. And in, in, in some way, taking offense is a very selfish thing to do. It is pulling the spotlight off of who is speaking and onto yourself. And, and when I say taking offense, I don't necessarily mean someone insults you. And then you take offense. I mean, someone says their opinion and you take offense. Someone declares what they perceive and you take offense. Someone disagrees with you and you take offense. Someone shares ideas that you don't agree with and you take offense. Worse than that, you actually try to stop those who are sharing their opinions. We'll get to that a little bit later. So... If you want to avoid this insecurity, here's one thing that you can do. Practice not taking offense. And I mean even in situations where people mean to offend you. Uh, online is a very great example. When people say very mean things to you, instead of fighting back and spitting back all your vitriol, take a moment and pause. Think about what they're trying to say and how they might have been hurt and that how they're just hurting in turn. You can flip the script and just diffuse the whole situation right then and there. Many times you can't. Many times these people have taken on the role of poisonous viper. And that's all they're going to be. So there's nothing you can do about it. So all you got to do is take a step back and walk away. But don't take offense. Take it all as fact of the day. If that makes sense. So 
when someone says something offensive to you, just say, okay, is there any truth to that? There might be. Maybe I should work on that. That's how I've been trying to deal with certain things that I might get offended at. For example, a coworker recently had me redo some work multiple times, this same coworker for different tasks. And it was kind of annoying because he's new and I, don't, I didn't know if he was just had it out for me, but I was able to pause and not become riled up, stop myself and think, you know what? This person's only going to make you better by having you redo this because if you know why you're having to redo this, you can stop having to do that in the future. You can prevent it. So don't take offense. Instead, take it all in stride. Number two, playing the victim. Playing the victim. I think this insecurity comes from a feeling that there's not going to be enough for me. I'm not going to get taken care of, blah, 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 blah. It's really from a... a a scarcity mindset. It's the opposite of an abundance mindset where you feel like there's not going to be enough for you or no one's going to take care of you and you aren't going to be okay. So in that instance, you play on other people's sympathy by asserting that you are a victim. And we see this a lot in today's society, unfortunately. Uh, I, I don't want to name names, but a lot of people who really shouldn't have been playing a victim in order to get spotlight, in order to get your attention. And, and it's easy to play the victim. Everyone's had tragedies in their life. Everyone's had mishaps. Everyone has checkered pasts. I, I don't believe that playing the victim will lead society in general to a better place. So when at all possible, don't play the victim. Instead, take setbacks as they are. They're, they're just that, setbacks. The universe doesn't have it out for you. No one is sitting scheming trying to figure out how to put you down. It's just, it is what it is. Your life is as it is right now. And yeah, that kind of sucks. I mean, I, I uh, in high school, I was very short. I'm still short. I'm 5'6". Uh, but I wanted to play football and I worked so hard. And, and for some reason in high school you know, everything's about the sport. Everything's about football. You want to be good at football. And it's funny because I didn't even think, I didn't even dream about playing past high school football. I, I didn't even want that. But I wanted to be the best f football player in high school. And as someone who's 5'6", there's a natural setback, a natural, a natural disadvantage you have because other people, just their body types are bigger and larger than you. So there's more mass and, and they can do more on the football field, depending on the position. I was going out for linebacker. This was something I had to come to terms with, that I couldn't control how tall I was or how tall I am. But playing the victim and thinking that I wasn't somehow slighted by the universe or God or whatever, uh, that wasn't going to help me. So instead, uh, after high school over the years, because it, it was still kind of a sensitive subject, I learned to get over it and to deal with it and not to worry about it and to play around it, if you could say that. So instead of playing the victim, play to reality, play things as they really are. And that is how you get true humility. Uh, quick pause on the show, guys. I know playing the victim is so tempting because honestly, life sucks. And sometimes you feel like you don't have hope to go on. You don't have hope that things are going to get better. Well, luckily for you, I've actually created an email course detailing 50 ways to get your hope back. 
Now, you won't get 50 emails, I promise. They're going to be split up in uh, larger chunks, so that way you won't get 50 emails. But you can sign up for this free email course by going to the link in the show notes. I'm not going to read it because it's really long. Uh, but again, free ways to get your hope back, 50 ways. And the fun thing about this is it just doesn't get your hope back. It actually helps you improve your life. Uh, it, it helps stop making things worse and it helps start making things better. That's the two keys for making your life great. Stop making things worse, start making things better. And you can start that by getting this free email course of 50 ways to get your hope back today. Just go to the link in the show notes, put in your first name and your email. That's all it needs and you'll get those 50 ways to your email. Number three is refusing to dialogue. People are stop, uh, people aren't conversating anymore. Whenever you have a problem, and there's another person who has that same problem, and you both need to work together to solve that problem, it works best when you talk with each other, when you dialogue. Well, society has many problems. And those problems might be caused by the fact that there are so many diverse opinions, perspectives in society, which isn't necessarily a problem. But in order to solve the apparent problems that we see in society, the only way we can do it is if we communicate with others. And to do this, we have to communicate in a way that allows them respect and it allows us respect. You have to respect yourself and you have to respect other people. You have to be able to share your opinion and listen to other people's opinions. So many times today we hear someone sharing their opinion and then others who are offended by that opinion seek to silence the opinion share. They seek to silence the divergent opinion. Well, that doesn't lead to society. That, that is an antisocial tendency. It, it leads to anti-society, which can be considered chaos or anarchy. Uh total breakdown of our social fabric and then we wouldn't have really anything left and I know that's a, a, a bit doomsday-ish thinking but I really do believe that once we stop talking to other people who think differently than ourselves well that's when society breaks down as a whole so and honestly I think this comes from an insecurity about our own opinions and beliefs so many of us, we don't actually give the time to really think deeply about what we believe or what we choose to act upon, our own thoughts and opinions and perspectives. We just assume they're correct. So instead of seeking out evidence of reality, and I'm as guilty as, of this as anyone, but instead of seeking out evidence of reality, instead we try and silence those who would provide counterpoints to our arguments. Instead, we should incorporate those counterpoints into our thought processes and evaluate and see if we still believe. And just because you talk with someone doesn't mean you have to convert to their way of thinking or they have to convert to yours. I believe, however, when you talk with someone and you truly dialogue, you both share a little part of yourselves and the other person gains that part of their dialogue partner and it, it rounds them out. It makes them more whole. When we connect with others, we fill parts of ourselves that aren't complete. So if you want to avoid this insecurity, I say be free and open to talking with other people who have differing opinions than you. And whenever possible, never ever talk about the other person's character. Instead, only talk about 
the topics because you might end up in arguments and you don't want to insult the other person or defame their character because that's unproductive. Instead, talk about topics, ideas, and thoughts. That way you both can increase your topics, ideas, and thoughts and bring them to higher levels. Number four, the last one I'm going to talk about today is external signs of success. So many of us want everything to be going okay. Uh, unfortunately, life is life and it's not going to be that way. Uh, in the Bible, it says sufficient is the evil unto the day thereof or something like that. Or, sufficient is the day unto the evil thereof, something like that. Basically, every day we're going to struggle. That's how I read it. Every day we're going to struggle. Every day is going to be hard and no matter how ahead you feel like you get, there's always going to be leaks in the boat that you need to fix. You know, it's always going to rain when you really don't want it to. It's it, it's just not going to be perfect. And sometimes we display these external signs of success to make others feel like we are succeeding. Because we're looking for external validation, which is an insecurity. Because inside you are not secure about your own value. So we look for these external signs of validation by displaying these external signs of success. However, when that validation comes back to us, it is not powerful enough to enter into us because, well, it's only external. What's internal is already internal, so it can pierce internally. If you are, successfully, if you are successful internally, then you will have whatever signs externally you need, which I think are far less than all of us assume. But more than that, you'll be secure in your knowledge of your own value. You'll know how, value are, how valuable you are as a person, as well as the capabilities that you can bring to the table. You won't need to go get a sports car or a big house or fancy clothes in order to show people that you are a man or woman of substance, of, deep, uh, of depth, excuse me, and character, great moral character. So if you want... To have signs of success, develop those that are internal. Become a person of high moral character. Deepen yourself. Become a person of depth. And create substance within yourself. And if you want to learn how to do all those things, continue listening to this podcast because that's exactly what we're here to talk about. So in summary, don't take offense. Don't play the victim. Don't refuse to dialogue and seek after internal signs of success. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Hard Thing Podcast. Again, today was the Thursday Meditations show. I'm your host, Justin Lewis. If you want to connect with me, you can do so on Facebook or Instagram at the Hard Thing Podcast. Uh, again, hopefully you guys subscribe to the show. Make sure you never miss an episode. We have episodes Monday mornings, Thursday mornings, Mountain Standard Time. I will never miss a single episode. I promise you that. Come back on Monday for our show with Mark Willis. It's going to be a good one. And keep on keeping on, guys. Make sure you keep always doing hard things. It's, it's well worth it. Because the more hard things you do, the more you will overcome average. Hey guys, one quick announcement for today's show, and you might have heard this already, even in today's episode, but 
uh, I have an awesome opportunity for you guys once in a lifetime. You have the opportunity to have dinner with myself and a covert CIA operative. That's right, an undercover spy. Uh, my guest, Andrew Bustamante, has been gracious enough to offer himself up <laughs> uh, as guest for a dinner with myself and one lucky audience member. So if you want to sign up for that, make sure you hit the link in the show notes below. As well, you can go to Instagram and hit the link in my bio at The Hard Thing Podcast. This is first come, first serve, and there's only one slot. So whoever signs up first will have the opportunity to come to Utah and have dinner with myself and Andrew Bustamante. It's an exciting opportunity. It's one that you'll be able to brag about to your friends of being able to sit down, having dinner with an undercover secret agent. So don't waste any time. Go ahead and sign up in the link in the show notes or go to Instagram at The Hard Thing Podcast and click the link in my bio and you'll find all the relevant information there. Uh, so look forward to having dinner with you.